are listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. When I was younger, it was very hard for me to trust the invisible to trust the mystery, to trust the essence of spirit, or to trust the God consciousness. Trusting that invisible thing was a real stretch of trust for me. I could trust what I could see, trust what I could make sense of, I could trust Sometimes people, some people, but when I was asked to trust something that didn't have tangible <laughs> pants and hands and arms and and anything that I could consciously get my head around, I, I could say I would do it in theory, but I really had a hard time with it. I found that I was grasping at people, places, and things that were really, I don't want to say beneath me, but were um, not equivalent to what I had to offer. And I was hanging on to that. You know, it's kind of like that old saying, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. Or um, I would settle. I would settle for relationships for fear I would not have one. I would settle for jobs. I would settle. I used to call that loyalty. I was loyal, and then I discovered I was loyal too long. Loyal long, longer than what I should have been in many cases. And it wasn't so much loyalty as it was fear. I was fear, fearful of letting go of a bad relationship for fear I'd never get another one. Fear of letting go of that particular money because what if I don't get any more? You know, it's that settling for mediocrity. And in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, it poses a question, among other things, but it's, you know, either God is everything or he's nothing. Either you believe it or you don't. Now, I could talk about crossing the bridge of reason onto the shore of faith, and that's where I am today. I don't have trouble believing in the invisible. There have been too many times in my life I have stepped off that cliff and I really encourage you to do the same thing. Obviously not literally, but um, set aside what you think you know and either you trust that this loving you know, spirit or this czar of the universe or whatever you, your concept is of a higher being that it's either one of love 
and you'll be taken care of somehow. Or you have to go through life trying to assure yourself that you are in control and you provide your own safety. Now that's what most people do and our goal is usually to try to make ourselves safe, whatever that means and however we need to do it. But that's an illusion. Safety is not a guarantee. But I can guarantee you, if you'll do the work and come to terms with whatever this thing is that you, I don't know, I was going to say you believe in a higher power. That's not true. If you will just act as if this power that is invisible, that does love you, that does want to care for you, this power is going to reveal itself to you in a way that only you can understand. I think that's what I like best about the 12 steps. It gives you a process, steps 1 through 12, do these things in this order. And what's going to happen is that you will find this thing, this power that will emerge. And it will show you itself in a way that just makes sense to you. It's very different than, say, organized religion, where you have to go to each church or mosque or temple and say, what is it that you believe? And then they say, oh, we believe A, B, and C. And then you say, hmm, can't do A. Thank you. You go to the next one. And there's always something that you can mark off or rule out. But when you choose your own conception of a higher power and you keep asking it to reveal itself to you, it will. And the invisible will become so tangible to you that it doesn't make sense. That's the whole point. The spirit, the invisible, the mystery, whatever you want to call it, shouldn't make sense. But it does, and it will reveal itself to you. And you can guarantee that you'll be falling into the arms of this loving spirit. So I urge you to trust this invisible. Now, it doesn't mean you just get to sit on your tush and do nothing. There are steps and exploration you need to do. Go inside, ask yourself, what don't I believe? What do I believe? What have I experienced? What do I know? And a mantra that I use, I continue to say, reveal to me what you would have me know about, and then I fill in the blank. Reveal to me what you'd have me know about my relationship with you, Spirit of the Universe. Reveal to me what you'd have me know about this person that I'm dating. Reveal to me what you'd have me know about this job that I'm in. And do for me what I can't do for myself with regard to, fill in the blank, do for me what I cannot do for myself. And do for the other person 
what he or she may not be able to do for themselves. See, we're spirit. We get mixed up because we want things tangible. But all the tangible stuff goes away. And we're spirit. We're the same thing that the universe is made up of. As Carl Sagan used to say, we are stardust. And the way we communicate with that which never dies is through revelation. So stop trying to make sense out of it. And just ask it to reveal itself to you. And then you'll stop settling and hanging on to things that aren't good for you. Because you're scared to death, you won't get any better. Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist, where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.